A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep. This is Yishan. Right now, as we are all facing the challenge and risk of the coronavirus, I think a lot of us have this question, how we can improve our immune system to try to stay healthier and try to protect ourselves and protect those we love around us. As a sleep specialist, I think sleep plays a key role in this whole process. And today I want to introduce and discuss with you about some yes and no's, how to sleep better, what to watch out so we can improve our sleep quality and our immune system. First, I want to explain what's the connection between our sleep and our immune system. When we sleep, our body produces and releases a type of protein called cytokines, and that actually targets our infection and inflammation. So this type of protein can really help us create a better immune response to the virus. But when we are sleep deprived, when we are losing sleep, then our body cannot produce enough of cytokines, and that put us under the risk. There has been some really wonderful research out there. For example, one research find when we sleep less than seven hours per night or have a sleep efficiency less than 92%, we are uh, three times more likely to develop a cold after we are exposed to cold virus. But those who sleep more than eight hours or have sleep efficiency more than 98%, they can battle with this kind of virus much better. So what is sleep efficiency? Sleep efficiency is the hour of us uh, being on bed and being asleep divided by the hour we are on bed totally. So if the time we are on bed, most of the time we are asleep, then the sleep efficiency is high. But if we are on bed, rolling around, being awake, uh, cannot fall asleep, then our sleep efficiency is low. So it's not just about the hours, it's also about the quality of our sleep. So overall, if we are sleep less than what we normally sleep, what our body really needs, or we have really poor sleep quality, then it takes longer for our body to really start react and to create the uh, necessary defensive mechanism to fight with the virus out there. In another study uh, for a group of younger population, when they normally have a normal sleep schedule, for example, between you know seven to eight hours, 
the researchers restrict their sleep hours to much fewer, like four to six hours per night, much lower than what they normally need to sleep. What they found is after this kind of restriction for several days, uh, their immune system get weaker. So when they are taking the flu shot, their whole body take much longer to create the antibody and to really uh, fight with the to to really make the flu vaccine to start working. Take them much longer um, than those who maintain their normal sleep schedule. So basically, if you are sleep deprived yourself around the time you are taking the flu shot, it could take your body much longer, like two to three times longer for your immune system to really respond to the vaccine and to build up the defenses needed to really battle with the flu, with the illness. So when we face the threat of coronavirus out there, we really want to maintain a healthy sleep schedule, get the normal amount of sleep our body needs to really maintain a healthy immune system within ourselves. Then what can we do? What are the yes and no's for us to improve our sleep quality in order to improve our immune system? First, the two no's. The first no, do not read too many news. I mentioned this in my previous episode already, and I keep on telling all my patients, no matter they come to me for anxiety, depression, uh, or sleep disorders. So when you read too many news every day, it only gets you more anxious. It's really active your sympathetic system and make you in this fight or flight or freeze state. And that really could get in the way of us falling asleep easily. So please restrict the frequency, the amount of time you spend reading all this news about what's happening around us, what are the negativities out there because of the coronavirus. The second no, limit the blue light at night. Blue light comes from a lot of electronic device like our phone, our computer, our tablet. Nowadays, we have a lot of those. So try to shut those off or try to have a, either an amber glass to block it out or just not use them at least one hour before bedtime. So you really allow your body start getting used to the darkness, being ready to go to bed, start releasing melatonin. So try to reduce the blue light at night. So this no is for electronic device at night. Okay, now let's talk about the yes. What we can do, what we should do to help us. First, if for whatever reason we are too worried, we are too stressed out, or we cannot get used to working from home, and our sleep schedule at night is interrupted, what can we do? Does that mean we're going to just suffer from a weaker immune system? Well, 
we can help a little bit by taking some strategic naps during the daytime. So it can help a little bit because you cannot really catch up with what you lost、uh, during sleep at night. But taking some short naps during the day could help our immune system a little bit. So you can take up、uh, one to two naps per day, and no more than thirty minutes each. You can take one around noontime. And one around like early evening, sometime afternoon, but you want to keep them far away from your night sleep time, so that does not get in the way of your sleep that night. And this should only be used when you really, really lose a lot of sleep. You are sleep deprived at night. So this kind of short, like twenty to thirty minutes naps during the day. Can help a little bit. Second, yes, try to get more sunlight exposure in the morning or during the daytime. Even if it's cloudy outside, you still can get the sunlight in your eyes if you try. Open the curtain, open the window. If you have a backyard or. You know, in front of your building, if there's no one else there, you can still go out, try to get more sunlight, and keep the social distance the same time. Because daytime sunlight, especially the morning time, it can really help us reset our sleep-wake cycle, the circadian rhythm clock within our body. So that can really help. With regulating our sleep and weakness throughout the whole day, the third yes, keep a consistent sleep schedule. I had one episode just talk about this several episodes before.、Um, so you won't try to keep a schedule right now from Monday to Sunday if possible. You won't have a consistent. Bedtime and a consistent wake time. You don't want move it too much from day to day. No more than half an hour, ideally. And I would say a consistent wake up time possibly is much more important than the bedtime. If for whatever reason at night you cannot keep the same consistent bedtime from day to day, at least. Keep the same consistent wake up time in the morning. So no matter how poorly you sleep at night, you want to try to get up around the similar time. So you reset your circadian clock every morning, and then it help you to sleep better that night and help you to improve your overall sleep quality. So the last yes is some. In-home exercise or physical activity. If you are able to go out for a walk or walk the dogs, or you know, go hiking, walk around the neighborhood or park without running into other people or too many people, do that. If you are not comfortable, you are concerned, or you you are not able to do that, try some exercise at home. Nowadays, I think a lot of gyms have free online. Apps or videos to get you have this workout in front of your TV, your tablet. You just 
follow their instructions. Or you can have different apps, and they have different exercise videos for you. Just follow those. You can try hit H I I T. You can try some yoga.、Uh, you can try some really cardio exercise, weight training. You can do all those within your home. You may need equipment for some of those. You may not need any equipment for others. So there are a lot of options there. But by moving around, keep some physical activities alive. It really help you to sleep better at night. Okay, just to summarize. So. In order to sleep better and improve our healthy immune system, we have two nos for yes. The two nos limit the news input every day, limit the blue light input every night. The four yes. So you want to take some short naps during the day if you lose sleep at night. You want to increase some sunlight exposure during the daytime, especially in the morning. You want to keep a consistent sleep and wake up time, day to day. You want to increase some physical activities or in-home exercise during this quarantine time. Hopefully, these tips are helpful to you. I also want to mention one thing from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine website (AASM), which is the top professional organization within the sleep medicine field within America. So, according to their suggestion regarding、uh, patients with sleep apnea, if you are using a CPAP machine, it's actually not clear. Whether you're gonna have a higher risk or lower risk of getting coronavirus if you have a diagnosis of sleep apnea, it's also not clear、uh, it, whether it's gonna impact your breathing in any way if you already have the symptom of coronavirus. But one thing you want to pay attention to is if you have some symptoms of coronavirus, no matter whether you are diagnosed or not. You have to be careful when you use your CPAP machine. It could increase the risk of spreading the virus to other people around you within the household. So you may want to really talk to your medical providers about this kind of risk, about how to clean your CPAP machine, how to use it to keep it safe for yourself. And for others around you, when you have the symptoms of coronavirus. Thank you very much for listening today, and I will summarize all these tips and the literature, the research I cited today on the show note at deepintosleep.co/episode/zero-two-eight. There are very helpful resources on different sleep societies' website, including AASM Sleep Foundation and Society of Behavioral Sleep Medicine. They have a wonderful blog. You can find it on the website, and I will put the links in the show note. In this difficult time, I hope you all stay safe and maintain a healthy. Sleep schedule to help yourself maintain healthy for yourself and for 
your loved ones around you. And even if you start having the symptoms of coronavirus, maintaining a healthy sleep schedule may still help you battle with this virus and help with the recovery process. Okay, so that's our today's show. Talk about the yes and no's about sleep and the immune system. Hopefully, you find this episode helpful. And、uh, if you have any other questions, feel free to let me know any other topics you want to listen. And hope you all stay safe. I will see you next week. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who are struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co. Or slash insomnia.